all, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, welcome to the newest episode of the Noobs and Knockouts podcast, brought to you on YouTube, on Spotify, on Google, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Austin. I'm a knockout. Watched a lot of wrestling. I'm David. I'm a noob. Haven't watched nearly as much wrestling. Austin, why the fuck aren't I famous yet? I, I keep calling that number... And I expect the paparazzi to be at my door any goddamn day. You're, you're getting, uh, expect, you're getting, you're getting left on voicemail by famous the, the views. I'm doing it for us, Austin. Where are the views? They should be shooting way up because known celebrity David the Noob is now uh, is is on the famous. Noob Knockouts podcast. Is and is famous. What the fuck? I want my money back. Sorry, no refunds. <laughs> No, no, goddammit, no! That's definitely Famous B's, that's Famous That is 100% sure. a stipulation for Famous B, is, is all sales are, all sales of, of Famous Bourbon are final, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we are back in Lucha Underground Season 2. Uh, quite a bit went down last time we were here. You think? Uh, yeah, so let's let's talk let's talk about it. Starting from the top here, uh, uh, Sexy Star uh, did not want to uh, accompany Mac to his match against uh, Marty the Moth Martinez because you know Marty kidnapped her. Yes, and Mac is like, "You're you can't you 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 can't be sexy and you can't be strong if you have if you have PTSD." So that's get how out that works. That's how that and, works. There is nothing she's problematic like, about that statement. She's like, damn, you're right. And she, so yeah, she, did she disagrees with him. It's impeccable logic. Yeah, so Marty and the Mac have a match. Uh, Ma the Marty wins because of the uh, distraction of the debut of his sister, Mariposa. La Mariposa with moth wings that are definitely not made out of human flesh. Don't ask any further questions. We can't confirm or we deny. Confirm or deny. This is true. Uh, but then uh sexy, uh, sexy star cowered in front in fear of Mar of Mariposa and Mariposa kicked her down. So finally, we're Great. kind of, we're, we're really getting into this sexy star had trauma from being kidnapped thing. Fine. Yeah, uh, this is going to get real fucking weird, but uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully in a good way. Hopefully in a way mm -hmm. that doesn't traumatize me. We'll find out. We get the backstory of Phoenix as a poor kid who uh -huh. who uh, found solace in fantasy, and now he seeks to prove everyone, all his doubters, wrong. And also prove that he's not literally a Phoenix. Please stop. Please stop pretending like he has a gajillion lives. He, he, can, he, keeps, he keeps having to leave Katrina on red. Yeah, because of this misconception. Yeah, Katrina. Katrina's like, so when are you gonna like let me kill you again? You know, for science. Is it, no, no, no. It was. No, it's no. like he was kind of into the foreplay of it for a few weeks. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, no. Well, because he didn't think she was taking it literally either. You know, she. He's like, ah, I see. I milk. get it. And I like, see, yeah, I get it. I Phoenix. You're, yeah, like, you're, you're yeah, kind of yeah, like, like I can get into it. And then he's yeah. like, oh, this is actually, and then she, and then she way more serious the about this. Then she brought out the knives and didn't establish a safe word. And he went, oh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'm a Phoenix. You can, how do I, what, how do I do an innuendo? Uh oh, I always rise again. Yeah. Oh my fucking God, Austin. No. 
No, 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 that's it. You're you're done. You're fired. Hello, all well, guys, gals, and non-binary cells. Welcome to the noobs podcast. I'm, hey, hey. I'm David. I'm your host. You can't fire me. I'm in control of the recording. But see, but the thing is, when you make a joke that bad, uh, it becomes my constitutional right. That's how that works. Listen, it's difficult to make innuendos about phoenixes. Just all the jokes in my mind just turning to ash because they were so bad. Nope, nope, nope. We're done. We're done. And on today's episode of the Noobs and Noobs podcast. I'm back. Anyway. All right. And moving on. Uh, we get the greatest vignette that Illusion Underground has ever done. Um, Just a ridiculous amount of nunchucks. Yeah, so Dra- uh, Drago accosts Jack Evans in the bathroom, as he usually does to people. Uh, as he is want to do. Someone really got to talk to him about that. Yeah, it's a little weird, man. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like, Jack Evans had his dick out and everything. Yeah, yeah. and Drago just keeps, like, looking down at it, and Jack Evans is like, what are you doing, man? Drago says, don't worry about it. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's like, he's like with a weapon like that. How are you, the dragon slayer? Oh my god! Uh, you know, the weapon, no, you know, he looks down at that and he's like, "Well, I guess you're not the pussy slayer." That's no, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm David. I'm your host. I've actually watched all of the wrestling. Anyone else who claims it was fucking irrelevant and doesn't exist. So, after Drago uh, it, it starts tries to pick a fight with Jack Evans, PJ Black comes in, f- threatens him with the nunchucks, and then Drago pulls out his own pair of nunchucks, and then Absolutely. Jack Evans has a pair of nunchucks, pair of nunchucks. and they're going to fight two-on-one, and then Aerostar pops in with his own glow-in-the-dark nunchucks. Dual-wielding. Don't forget the dual-wielding dual part. Dual-wielding. So we had a nunchuck fight in the bathroom. The nunchuck to person ratio here is over a hundred percent. Yep, crazy shit. Um, and it will have a pay. We will have a payoff to all. This so you said. I I hope that I I hope it, 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 it I hope whatever the payoff is escalates it from a ridiculous amount of nunchucks to a frankly absurd amount of nunchucks. Those are those are legitimate uh, forms of measurement, units of measurement. Uh, and uh, I'm being very precise here. I demand precisely a frankly absurd amount of nunchucks in the payoff. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. So when we get a match, uh, the the Mogul Embassy's hottest prospect, Brian Cage, yes, um, is in a no DQ match. He was going to have it with Johnny Mundo, and Taya Valkyrie said, "Johnny already kicked your ass, so in fact, it's my turn, and, and uh, you'll be and, wrestling and me Cade- instead." said uh no nah i'm good that is that is incorrect and and, now he mostly dominates the match ty has to like punch him in the balls to get an upper hand at any point johnny mundo he tags several shots to the head because you know johnny mundo comes out with a full ass lead pipe and tries to murder cage doesn't work he breaks a beer bottle over his head doesn't without work. a with as you pointed out without fucking flinching like jesus yep uh not cage 
uh, does win the match and Taya, because Mundos, after seeing all this, is like, well, Taya, good luck. And yeah, yeah, I know. He just bailed. Sorry, wifey. Yeah, Cage gets the dub. Uh, Famous B is back with a wizard hat as yes. we get the newest member of the Famous B cinematic universe <laughs> as he takes Brenda, who was ugly Brenda. and poor and had no prospects, and he did his wizardy magic to her, oh. and now she's beautiful and and famous. Did I say bitch? I meant the best ever because she's famous now and also hot yeah duh yeah duh. all you have to do is dial four two three get fame i did that that's what you did well you've been left again you got you were sent a voicemail that that's all you're gonna get what yeah, he'll he'll call you you don't need to call no, him he'll call you i'm starting to suspect he only he only does this for women this is discrimination and i'm uh i'm i'm, I'm suing him on title nine I don't think Title Nine applies. Uh, I it is it is for discrimination on the basis of gender identity. If he do if he doing it for the ladies, but not the dudes, I'm just saying, I we're gonna have a problem. We're gonna have words. Mm, I it's pretty sure Title Nine is only related to education and federal financial program federal programs. <laughs> I don't I don't think uh I don't think uh famous B shady uh backlot uh get famous business applies under Title IX. Uh uh fuck. God damn it. <laughs> I gotta find a new grift. I'll get you one day, famous B. So Ivalice got a re title rematch for her boys but the twist is if they lose they have to hit the open road forever loser leaves lucha underground but only if the losers are menage Twelve brutality yeah this, this is not a loser leaves the temple match this is a if the menage Twelve lose they are they leave they're match. gone yeah but bye and then in our main event mil muertes defeated prince puma and pentagon jr to retain the title but uh-oh oh, phoenix oh is is cashing in his gift to the gods title he's we're having the match this week yeah the fucking rubber match the 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 three-peat match between mill and phoenix i know what the outcome is gonna be but man if i'm not still hype as fuck to watch it yeah so this tonight we are watching episode season two episode eight life after death oh oh thematic do you believe in life after death after death yes they they should get share to be the i to have, be the i i death. admittedly pre-thought of that one oh that well, that damn. i i pre i don't i don't prepare a lot of jokes ahead of time for this podcast things just come out of that one mind. that one was like it popped into your head and it was and it was such a stroke of inspired genius that you that you knew it had to be immediately written down no i respect yeah, had, I had respect. to keep that one uh but yeah, anyway so, so yeah so share is going to be the next musical guest in the temple absolutely correct so life after death here no uh the the wikipedia uh descriptor is does not tell us anything new is Phoenix exchanges Ooh. his gift to the gods championship for a Lucha underground championship match. And the trios titles are defended. Ooh, two of my, that favorite is what parts is of this show. This yeah, is going to be so great. 
we're going to have Mil Muertes defending against Phoenix and the Disciples of Death defending against the Menage a Trois of violence, of brutality, excuse me. Of brutality. Evilise, and Son of Havoc. Fuck yes. So if you would like to watch this along with us, well, um, your options are you can do this legally through Apple or Amazon Video. Or you can do this the by the whole season. Or, you know, you can do this underground fight temple style. Ah, the best and, you know, style, some may say. Go, go sailing the digital seas, and you can find Lucha Underground around. Run up your veritable Jolly Roger. Tell them the, the noobs and knockouts sent you, all that. Hit, hit up, hit up, get aboard your Jolly Roger, fire up the old VPN for your own protection. True, and, uh, true, true. Better than any cannon. Yeah, and then uh, sail onward. Sa- sail onward and then and then dock in your own proverbial Tortuga once you've found your booty. This is true. Correct. So we'll be back in the back half to discuss Lucha Underground Season 2, Episode 8. Hell yeah. And we are back. We have finished Lucha Underground Season 2, Episode 8, Life After Death. That was the most insane thing. I feel like I've said this after a lot of Lucha Underground episodes, and it's every time it's true. Every single time it's true. That was the most insane thing I've maybe ever watched. Yeah, um, this episode was real balls to the wall with action. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fucking wild. And like we 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 just we just got to talk about it because uh, uh, whereas whereas last week was was balls to the wall and like crazy like backstage like you know shit and and like beef side story progression this was just all of the fucking all of the fucking in ring action and also a shit ton of story too yeah some some weeks we learned that the that uh joey ryan is a cop and that time travel exists in the same series of episodes and other weeks we just learned that everybody has nunchucks yeah uh i don't uh, maybe this might have just been uh, from where I got the video for this episode, but I didn't have a recap at the start of the episode. I don't think I did either. Actually, I think uh, I think we just kind of dove right in, which yeah, makes sense. We had right a lot in. to do in this fucking episode. We do. We are in the locker room, and yes. Phoenix is just with his belt. He's getting ready. And Katrina, you can, she starts clapping and she, you hear her voice. I've tried everything to destroy you. And she, the lights go out and she like teleports into the room like yeah, a serial killer. The cinemato- the, like a, as teleporting as serial killers are known to do. Um, in the dark, uh, in the dark and spooky as possible. Well, yes. Uh, great cinematography of like Phoenix is in the foreground. The lights go out on him and then in the like background on the other like phoenix is in the foreground left um and in the like background right the lights flicker on on katrina that that was great framing right there yeah. beautiful stuff amazing but she but he just keeps rising from the ashes katrina i keep uh, trying to tell you i'm not a literal fucking phoenix well Please here's not. the thing because she says it's no secret that she desires his powers because it could give her life again. Was that not a secret? I feel like that was a secret. I don't think I've ever heard that one before. I don't remember us talking about how the, what she thinks the powers will be good for. Yeah, I, could be I wrong just thought, and have forgotten like, about I thought that. she was horny over it because of her aesthetic. 
No, apparently she wants to steal the power of Phoenix so that she will come back to life. Yeah, <laughs> which, okay, I guess Katrina's on a Pinocchio quest. Cool. That, she and, wants and to I, be a real girl. Yeah, and I guess it wasn't, I guess it wasn't a secret, even though neither of us had any prior no, knowledge secret, of this. No, the secret is that she wanted the powers. That's that was the thing she said. It was no secret. Which it's no, but I feel like the way that sentence was structured, it was all to be taken in conjunction. It's no secret. It's your powers. I desire they could give me life again. I heard. The, um, I heard the comma in there. I also heard the comma, but like it didn't feel like. like I feel like if it were real, that part were really a secret, it would have been a semicolon. You know. Uh, I, I felt. I only felt a comma. Whatever. We are not. I'm not doing a grammar fight right now. Damn it. Over this. Um, but. Phoenix offers his hand and Katrina takes it. And she says, sometimes I wonder if I made the wrong choice. And if then I they just started. Now, if I should have stayed loyal to you and accepted my fate. And then they start making they start the aggressively out. making out for like 30 seconds. Katrina is a messy bitch and Phoenix is into it. Yeah, and it then, was amazing. And then, yeah, Austin, Austin, Austin's shipper brain went into overdrive and he started writing his next fanfic about it. Um, uh, uh, yeah, uh, and, 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 and she breaks the kiss by going, our final kiss, bruh, geez, yeah. me- what a messy fucking yeah. bitch. She's like, oh, that was nice. Time for you to die. All right. Katrina said that said i never thought we'd have a last kiss i never thought we'd end like this your name forever on my lips boom taylor swift joke and i have to immediately explain because you're not gonna get it so piece of i mean i figured that was t swift i yeah i had an inkling in my head austin of like hmm, (laughs) of all the musical acts like it was like a 75 percent taylor swift 25 percent paramore okay I rolled now, the Par- dice. Par- Paramore doesn't really write like that. It's fine. Yeah, well, that, that that was that was that was the thing. Like you know, every once in a while, Haley Williams can touch that a little bit, but it's usually a lot more like you know sardonic. Anyway, um, yeah. yeah, and then and then she zaps out of the room, and Phoenix just that ooh that brutal post nut clarity of like oh fuck. I don't God, think I that was. He seemed a little more confused than post nut clarity. I don't know. He kind of was like oh god damn it, not again. Like he put his hands over his fucking face, and he was like. God damn it, Ray! I've we've talked about this. He is she. She is the she is the girl he knows that he needs to stop going back to, but he just can't help it. True. He keeps sending her you up texts at three a.m. Yeah, and then he regrets it every morning. And then every the next morning, he was like, "Fuck, fuck! Yep. Someone needs to take my phone away." No, it's true. Um, uh, but yeah, we transfer over. We cut over to the to the temple. Um, once again. Uh, very uh, uh, conspicuous is is the lack of the live band that we had in season one. I kind of had this like realization full on of like it's so fascinating to see how the music has shifted since season one. Like there was the live band at the beginning of each episode helped keep things light, and then kind of like the non diegetic background music was all a lot of like mysterious sort of thing. Uh, in season two the sound is like it's bigger it's more orchestral and it has a more like action definitive um we are moving towards a thing feel to it rather than kind of like the mysterious and brooding of the previous season like it's still got that a little bit but it's a lot bigger and a lot more like 
everything is clashing together after we all the are fucking going. Yeah, yeah, and and I really appreciate that as a touch. Like music is such an important part of wrestling, and so to see to see even the non diegetic music get such attention in uh in Lucha Underground for for a story like this, it's it's tremendous. I really appreciate mm-hmm. it. But we don't even get an intro from Striker and Vampiro. No. We're just yeah, going Stryker in. Yeah, can't it's... say his favorite catchphrase of Melissa Santos, take it away. Because Melissa is already taking it away. True. True. But, uh, and but we it's open. time for the Trios Championship match. The menage a trois of brutality. Mm-hmm. The evilese Son of Havoc and Angelico versus the Disciples of Death. Yes, and I've completely forgotten which one is which. I also did. I just Sweet. wrote the, the colored masks in Say my notes. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I remember their names. It's Barrio Negro, yeah, Barrio Negro, uh, Sinestro de, de, de la Muerte, and Mr. Biscuits. And 13. I don't, I remember his 13. I don't remember the Trace. name now. Trace, that's, that's right, that's right um but also it's mr biscuits the first time the vampire immediately saying something stupid uh as striker asks him who he's got in this match and appears like anything this dark that's beyond the grave i'm a fan of reminds me yeah. of my younger days so vampire out here rooting for his death he he's 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 out here rooting for his fellow goths like a yeah. fucking dweeb. And then fucking Stryker immediately says says the high priestess of Hades, Katrina. Yeah, yeah. All right, Stryker, you're very creative. We love your Ooh. illusions. Um, yeah. You know he wasn't doing too bad in this episode. It was Vamp who was as normal, being the fucking weird one. Um. Uh, which uh, so off the bat we start with we start the the uh, the match with Katrina and I forget which fucking mask um uh and uh Vampiro asks uh because they're talking about how um uh Ivelisse went up against Mil Muertes a few weeks ago um and so you know and, and she and Katrina kind of have beef too so she's got a whole lot of shit. Uh, going into a match with the Disciples of Death, which are, you know, obviously connected to both Mill and uh, Katrina. And Vampiro, uh, Vampiro asks, uh, you know, philosopher that he is, uh, do you think she has a little chip on her shoulder? Uh, and then he pauses for a second. And he goes, not because she's short. I'm just saying. Bruh, everyone knows the expression chip. chip on the shoulder, brother. Yeah, he said the little chip, but he's it. like, he he got scared about being canceled or something. I don't fucking know. Dumbass. Um, um, d- idiot. Yeah, uh, but Nisha- Menage a Trois Brutality, though, starts off this match, like, actually coordinated as fuck. Well, I, I want to say also before this is uh, Melissa Santos announces the stipulation to everybody, and yeah. everyone gasps, and they're like, no, no, no. And it's 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 another one of those times where, unfortunately, the story beat has been lost from backstage to the ring as you know as striker and vampire are like huh why did they do that yeah <laughs> they're like oh there's like i guess they're just really fucking confident like, like no yeah sure no, okay. no 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 stop but anyway yeah they we get the 3v3 brawl uh is on 
I wrote the good guys because at one point I was getting tired of writing Menage a Trois for. Oh, everything. see, I just I just shortened them to uh, um, Matob, M A T O B. Matt Matt B. Matt Matob. Well, you you can you can add the O in there. Yeah, but they yeah, so they go to goddamn town on the disciples of death. Yeah, the commentary team is really putting over this idea that like for the first time in forever. These uh-huh. this the trio this trio is like working together as an actual team, which I feel like that's not entirely true because they did that also at Ultima Lucha last. Well, season, also, like, well, to be fair, Ivelisse's uh, foot was was uh, broken. That's as that's well. true. So, so this, this is the this is the, the like first so time where like Ivelisse is like real also really here. Yeah, so that's sick as fuck. Um, and I, it was, it was, it was a really satisfying thing to watch. Like, and they basically you know, kind of beat the shit out of the disciples of death. Oh yeah. Disciples yeah. Of death basically have to just cheat and be underhanded to ever get. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The so, so, so much for the fucking just raise up the rock thing. Uh, Katrina and the DOD actually have to fucking do shenanigans. Hey, I will say she's, uh, she's saving her rock powers for tonight. Well, we'll get there. Um, I will say uh, one cool bit of work from the DOD. So, so uh, uh, Ivelisse is still the, the legal man in this case. And um, uh, so the purple mask is the, the, um, is the legal man for Disciples of Death. And he gets her in this kind of insane fucking submission hold where he's kneeling and he has her hanging by one the of her legs muffler. around his neck. What's it called? The stretch muffler. Yeah, stretch muffler. Yeah, I, I don't know, know what if you I've mean. Ever seen that move before? But it was I, sick. All I know is that it's it was Brock Lesnar's move in when he in his first WWE run. Maybe only when he was in developmental, he might have only been for that. But he's he's had that move in the game for forever. Um, but yeah, as as David said, he's basically like got. Her kneel, he's she's on the ground. He's kneeling down. He takes her leg and like stretches it over her, over his own neck, hooks it around the back of his yeah. neck, and just like and, and then like presses down on her body and just makes her fucking yep. hang there. That shit looked insane. Like great tableau visually, and also looked brutal as fuck. Yeah, um, so they do, they do, they are trying to target the knee a little bit. Of yeah, Striker points that out on commentary. Yeah. Her uh, her LBI, as he puts it. Of course, but Ivelisse drop kicks Purple Mask in the back of a knee, and then tag yep. teams tags in Son of Havoc for that hot tag, clothesline, clothesline, double DDT flatliner. That was, and sick. then uh, on Helico tags in, and then just starts kicking people all over the place. Yeah, uh, Striker be like, you make the most of what the good Lord gave you, and on Helico is making the most of his blessings tonight. That sounds that that sounds dirty somehow, and I don't want to think about it anymore. Three way suicide dive onto the disciples of death. Onto the DOD. Oh yeah, that yeah. was sick as fuck. Uh, and then while um while Son of Havoc is trying to get back up onto um uh up onto the 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 apron um to to deal out more pain, Katrina fucking grabs him by this the leg. This was a cle- this was a clever little that. bit here of like. Yeah, as you said, Katrina grabs the foot on a springboard move. But in the ring, Angelico 
has uh, one of the disciples down. And in all, while all of that's happening with Katrina, they do the old belt. They do the twin magic. They literally do twin magic. Yeah. Uh, they, they, the commentary calls it the killer B spot, which I guess they also did that. But, you know, I, I'm a, I'm too modern to, to think of the killer bees in that spot. Oh, yeah, fuck thinking. the killer bees. I forgot about them. Yeah. 80s tag team legends, the killer bees. Oh, uh, you fuck. know, I, I, I you know, they probably did it first on a major stage, but you know, I remember the bell is doing it, but yeah, twin magic. They pull the switcheroo, but it's a roll-up only for a two-count. And after that, you're done, pal. Knee to the face to the purple mask. Then Angelico hits fall. The Angels, which is a crucifix ball, power bomb into the corner, which is, ow. Uh, yeah, and that, then that was... Son of, Son of Havoc hits his 450 splash, and Angelico pins per, the purple mask to win the trio's titles. The Menage Trois are champions again. Yeah, well, see, here's the thing. So they do twin magic, but even Rick Knox doesn't fucking catch it. So it doesn't. So so like it doesn't change the outcome. Like they. Well, the so, well, the, uh, I, this, the idea was they were gonna roll him. Is that like they were gonna roll up on Helico? Oh, like, well, I'm sure he either way injured, because he wasn't injured. So I see that well, was the e plan. Either way, either way, I'm sure Katrina's going to run this back for some bullshit later of like, ah, well, you see, you didn't actually pin the legal putty. Um, she probably will. Well, probably will. May maybe we'll see because there's we'll a thing that happens out. later that we'll see if the Disciples of Death get another title match. Well, I don't know. Because um, they might not be around anymore to get the, to get one. I okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah. Uh, so yes, but Menage a Trois are champions again. Um, and I was rest, I, I, rest in piss, disciples of death. You were we you, you won the belt. You won the belts and immediately kind of got your ass kicked by Pentagon and Puma until you got the belts. Till you lost the belts again. Absolutely. And it was at this point, Austin, that I that, that in the episode I I you know I dusted off my hands and I laid back. I was like ah. Everything in this episode is is proceeding exactly how as how I predicted it would. We're gonna get our we're gonna get our uh, you know happy redemption in the beginning before we get a crushing defeat at the end. It's fine, right? And and yep, and that's what happened. Um, so uh, then we cut to the backstage and where Prince Puma is hitting that heavy bag. Dude, he looks real mad as he's punching that. He fucking is. Bag. Clearly, and Johnny Mundo. Clearly, I, I want to say clearly the reason he's so pissed is he got a terrible vision of being beaten by some awful ass YouTube celebrity in a WWE PLE. Obviously. He had a premonition of losing to Logan Paul on paper. Oh, oh, oh baby. Um, but yeah, Johnny Mundo shows up and he's basically like, Hey, remember when we were friends last I, year? I, yeah, he immediately you. runs in and he's like, What's up, amigo? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what a prick. So yeah, Mundo, and then Mundo's like, "Man, I'm really sorry about last week. I really thought you were gonna pull it out and win the title back." No, yeah, he's like, "No, Fuck you, man." But oh, now Mundo, condescending brick. Yeah, Mundo says he's preparing for Aztec warfare, and he's not. And he's got big ass boxing gloves on year. too. 
Well, yeah, he's he's also got to work. He's throwing some punches, working out in here, and he's he said he's not going to make the same mistake as last year because and take Puma to the end with him this year. I'm taking you straight to Slam Town. Oh, I am not going to make the same mistake as I did last year. Uh, I'm going to take you to Slam Town immediately. And yes, he's very very cool for that. Yeah. So as he puts it, you have to take your little giraffe tights and get to the back of the line. Okay, <laughs> I missed that line. Champion, which is what very funny when how he's obviously puma colored. It's very much a puma design, hey, but it's it's yellow with brown spots, Austin. So, that can only be one animal. Yeah, dumb dumbass in Slam Town here. And, but as, <laughs> as Mundo goes, this the temple idiot. It's not your world, and he hits the punching bag. It's mine, and he uh-huh. you see the reflection get out it, of his glasses. Get, get it? Because 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 world because Mundo is world in Spanish. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, then in the craziest part of the promo, Mundo leaves, and then Puma just starts growling at Mundo. Except it is blatantly ADR'd Jaguar growl. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. And then my man fucking punches through the punching bag all the way through. Like his fist just goes through and yeah. sand is exploding out the other side. So, okay. I guess Puma may be an actual fucking Puma slash Jaguar. That, that sounds about right. Oh my show. God. Why? Why is everything literal? I'm asking for one metaphor, Austin. Please, God. No. Damn. <laughs> no uh, metaphors on this show. Fuck. Yeah, the damn Rob Rod doesn't go that deep. Anyway. Um, so then we come so, to Rey Mysterio is in the dojo. He's pouring some glasses. Ah, uh, yes. And El Dragon Azteca walks in and Mysterio offers him some tequila. R.I.P. Pee Wee Herman. Yep. So El Dragon Azteca asks for the occasion and Ray says it's because that Junior's training is complete before they drink there's something he has to give him and then ray pulls out al dragon azteca jr's hogwarts letter yeah (laughs) real it's a because it's a wax sealed envelope absolutely Um, and but he opens it and it's an invitation for aztec warfare why did he get this invitation i don't know but he's got it apparently katrina was sending out invitations rsvps yeah, she, actually, she was sent out rsvps to aztec warfare she's she's very organized sometimes um yeah she she had her talent scouts actually go out to raise little dojo there um uh that's that's how that's how that works i i'm i'm very interested to see like who ends up showing up at aztec warfare next week to see like you know how, how far and wide Katrina's sending these fucking letters. More more commentary to come on this fucking mail, mail order RSVP uh, that Katrina's got going for Aztec Warfare. Yeah, so El Dragon Azteca Jr. asks Ray if he's coming with him, and Ray pulls out an envelope of his own. <laughs> so both the both guys are coming to Aztec Warfare next oh, week. Yes, Ray. Ray Mysterio in the temple for the first time. Oh, baby, let's fucking go. Yep. May the best man win, and they down their shots. Hell yeah. Um, all right, bull rope match. 
for the, the, the feud we don't give a shit about, but you know. Chavo um, Guerrero and Tejano in which, the okay, match. I forgot that we'd done one of these before. Um, and also that the bull rope match is like the Lucha Underground version of a dog collar match. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Chavo, I noted that Chavo is not only tied to a rope, he also has Tejano's rope in his hand. Yeah, yeah, you know, as as you do. Although that becomes and then, consequential. So the crew are here, uh, Mr. Cisco and Cortez Castro. Uh, and Chavo asks them to like, hey, get in here and start punching because it's a no DQ match. No I can DQ. do it. But then the crew are like, fuck you and fuck this, and they leave. <laughs> the crew is like, yeah, we actually like not being beaten up by Tejano all the time, so uh, bye-bye. Bye. Match starts off, and uh, and Stryker asks Vampiro uh, which is the better family, the Guerrero or the Tejano family, and Vampiro, clearly scared to get murked by whatever family he implicitly shit yeah, talks yeah, to, is yeah. just like, I just hope everybody has a good time. What he says is, I have to say the Lucha Underground family is what he says, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, homie, is, I, homie does not want to take a side on that. Homie's on that like, one. whichever I say, whichever I don't say, they're going to come like slit my throat in my sleep afterward. Yeah. Why would you do this to me, Striker? Tahano um, <laughs> starts off to taking with in control because Chavo's a weak little baby bitch. I also, I also want to point out as, as the match kicks off, um, Vampiro, or no, Stryker is talking about, like, all right, so speaking of the two families, you know, it's Easter in a few weeks, so whichever, you know, whoever, whoever wins, whoever wins this match will go home to their families with their head held high, and whoever loses this match will have to sit at the fucking kitty table. And it's like, oh, is that how that works in Luchador families? I guess. The kitty, like, like, you're, like, you're sitting, you're sitting there with, like, uh, uh, you know, five-year-old cousin Julio, and he's like, why are you sitting with us, Uncle, uh, Uncle Chavo? I lost my bull rope match. Mama, wow, you're a mama, fucking bitch! Mama didn't raise no jobber, what? so you go to the fucking <laughs> guinea table. Why, why, wow, Uncle Chavo, you really fucking suck, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to grow up to be Uncle Chavo, we want to be a winner. <laughs> I could have, I could have pinned Tejano in my sleep, you fucking loser. <laughs> anyway, yeah. They also love. Uh, they, the Vampiro goes real hard. Also, at, at the the socioeconomic backgrounds. Okay, you noticed that too. Chavo, oh my yeah. god. Okay, okay, okay. So before shit gets real, I do want to point out one cute detail. There's a little cow cowbell in the middle of the rope. Yeah. That's cute. Uh, so yeah. So so Vampiro points out. You know, we have the Guerreros from El Paso, Texas, and the Tejanos from Mexico, which you know. Seems slightly backward Mexicali, based on the family yeah. names, but uh, you know, okay. We have talked Stryker before about Tejano up by saying, talked before about Tejano naming himself Tejano when he is from Mexicali, Mexico. Yeah. Uh -huh. Makes no sense. Well, I guess that's his whole family's naming convention. You know, they're just LARPing. 
Um, yeah. So Stryker takes that comment from Vampiro to call this a border war, and then fucking Vampiro takes that as an opportunity to get way too real and talk how socioeconomically shitty it is to grow up just south of the border. He's like, yeah, man. Hey, hey, have you ever, you ever fucking considered how much it must suck for the Tejanos to, you know, look across the street at the Guerreros at their their nice schools and their their nice grocery stores and then have to eat fucking tortillas every day because they got nothing else. It's like, whoa, whoa, okay, when, yeah, when whoa, the fuck? Now. Oh, ho, oh, oh. ho. Now, now, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. Frankly, I could do with uh, a little bit more of like way too real socioeconomic commentary during, uh, during a, a good old wrestling match. However, oh, wow, that, oh, also, that. Also, that's, that's never coming up again. That's so, never, you know. we're never touching that. Striker, Striker, uh, and Vampire. Striker just doesn't to the even fucking... have anything to say about it. He's just like, yeah. "All right, great." They just turn to the camera and go Move tear on. down the wall. Um, yeah. So, uh, the they're they're brawling around. I I don't know if you have any big match notes before like I, we get. I, it, it is it is a solid match, but there things get kind of insane uh, when Chavo gets notes. control. I took notes. Uh, Tejano dominates the early part of the match. Um, Chavo gets back in control here because as basically Chavo is on the inside of the ring, Tejano is on the outside of the ring, and Chavo pulls the rope in such until like Tejano hits like the ring post. Yeah, yeah, okay, and, yeah. And 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 Chavo's positioned above him. Chavo's got Tejano, yeah, and some sort of a fucking noose. Um, and. And Tejano, thinking thinking as quickly as he can, uh, takes inspiration from Chavo modeling wrestling moves after form of judicial execution. And, uh, you know... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Chavo tosses Tejano in the chairs a little bit, and he starts choking him with the bull rope. And then uh, Chavo gets up on the top rope to keep the choke going. But, yeah, Tejano gets him in the electric chair position, which is basically like when you're sitting on someone's shoulders. Yeah, so we go from a noose, we go from hanging to an electric chair. We love, again, the socio-political commentary keeps fucking rolling. Um, I mean, that's just what the move is called, but... Uh, well, I know, he, but, you and know. He, and then he drops, and then, like, he drops him. In drops him, and that gets, cho- that gets Chavo to, re- to release the... the yeah, the Tahana, um, uh, and then and, a, and crazy fucking, a crazy fucking move here. After well, okay, I, I, need to, I need to set it up by what the fuck happened on commentary, because, so... They're they're both splayed out on the ground. The rope kind of you know all bunched up between them. And Vampiro desperately wants to see somebody get crotched with the bull rope. Um, and uh, and yeah, as, as he said, he's gonna get his wish. As yeah, Tahano Tahano obliges. Tahano Tahano. So he Tahano like picks up Chavo, and the rope is just firmly in between Chavo's crotch. All up in Chavo's taint, and then and so all the way up there, Morty. What what <laughs> what Tejano does is he pulls the rope up and he lifts up Chavo. So mm. this thing is just straight up. This fucking rope is just rubbing Chavo's crotch. Yeah, and and the the force of the rope is being used to lift Chavo into the air, like 
fuck, dude. Yeah. Um, and, and so Stryker comments on this by by saying that Vampiro imagines violent scenarios, and then they happen right before your eyes. And Vampiro responds, uh, yeah, but now I'm on my meds, brother, so I'm good. <laughs> which is which is a thing said only by people who are very much not on their meds. Yeah, I'm um, on my meds, I'm good, man. Yeah, uh-huh. okay. That 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 had nothing to do with anything that was being said. That I'm sure I'm sure you're on your meds, you deeply weird man. Um yeah, so, uh oh, turn my notes off. Uh, uh oh no, I've lost uh, lost place in my notes. Uh okay, yeah, so that, that, uh basically yeah. Chavo manages to get control back of the match. Um and oh yeah uh, oh 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 commentary yeah. note commentary note. uh is striker being like tahano lost the only bull rope match he's had in the temple striker notably not saying to who hey hey oh i didn't alberto notice he said that. i didn't notice he hey. does not say Patr- alberto he just mentions he is, that uh, he is that, dead uh, to us which you know based yeah so uh chavo uh sets up Ch- uh tahano's going for a superplex Chavo blocks him and tries to do a frog splash, but uh oh, Tahano yanks the rope. Okay, lying but, down. But but here here's the thing. So so Tahano is lying down. Chavo is up on the top rope. The, Ch- or Tahano yanks the bull rope downwards a little bit, which you know by the power of physics, this is how this works. Sends Chavo fucking flying to the middle of the. Gotta ring. do them. Bump, gotta bump, brother. So gotta, that's, uh, gotta, gotta bump brother holy bump, right shit. but chavo gets tossed off and then tahano hits the sit out power bomb for the win One, two three and uh and chavo then you know taunts uh or tahano taunts over chavo's fucking body um whips you know, him some it, more with his bull rope he gets it back he says he says something about he he kind of harkens to like what commentary was putting over and whatever the fuck he yells at Chavo, which I just wrote his, uh, as a uh, Tahano says, a cab as he beats up on the man. He clearly sees the embodiment of border control. Sure. Sure. True. Something, something Mexico or something is what he said. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Anyway, he whips Chavo and Boom, yay. Based, the good guys you know. win again. So back in the yeah. locker room, it was a good match Mil- though. Yeah, Bill, back in the locker room, Mil Muertes has both of the, has two of the disciples in a chokehold. Oh my he's god! Screaming, he's mad. He starts beating the absolute shit out of both. Also, of them. real real quick, I do want to point out in between this segment and the last match, uh, we got like a a match card for Mill versus Phoenix for the end of the night. They're doing the match cards like in a new like graphical style, like they're doing a split screen between the two opponents, and like, um, I don't know how to describe the like the the text on the screen as anything other than like enlarged spanish subtitle text font um but i kind of dig it like it it feels like like the way they style it is like low res fight club while still looking like cool and slick and i don't know i like it but yes mm-hmm. mill is out here murdering his fucking putties because they they disappointed him or whatever yeah he like tosses the silver mask through over the over the locker one of the lockers into the like on the other end of a locker you know as bro. you do i and i feel he, the need to point out how they're every time they get thrown around they do a they like fucking they vis- some light some lightning yeah, Mill Mill just really body. likes how they how they make buzz buzz when you throw them around. You know, he's like a yeah. So cobbler. Purple Mask dares to fight back. He like punches <laughs> Mill in the face, Oof. and Mill 
is gonna kill him. He goozles him, he lifts him up, and Katrina's like, no, spare him. And Mill just chucks him on the ground. Yeah, and so like Katrina, I don't know. Even Katrina thinks he's dead because he's like, or not. Oh, does like, she say that? Yeah, I thought she's like, I... she's like, or not. Okay. And and uh he just she take uh Mill takes her hand and they go off to the ring and leave the corpse of uh I think Sinestro de la Muerte is in the purple mask. I uh, they leave him they leave his broken body in laying down in the locker room. Oof. Yeah. See, I didn't take that to be like they had been fully killed, just like decently thrown around by the giant zombie man. But, you know, maybe they are perma-dead. Who knows? They were they were doing a little bit of electrical buzz buzzing, which makes me wonder if they're actually robots, but, you know, wh- mm-hmm. whatever. Um, fucking, anyway. Um, yeah. So, big oof either way. Um, yeah, and, oh, we... shit! Uh, for the first time in several weeks, we got another Dario vignette. Hey, yeah, buddy, it, we are 375 miles from Boyle Heights at Dario's fake temple trap. Where he oh continues. my god, he's got like the fucking like temple logo drawn out, drawn on in like fucking chalk with just temple written below yeah, it on a fucking brick wall, on a brick wall, and, and it's really small too. Like it takes up all of like the height of one brick. Like okay, yeah, but. Dude. He continues to feed dumb locals to his brother to yeah. get actual murdered. And as I think the, I, as, okay, okay. When we get a bunch of like stock sounds that are, we do get a lot of stock sounds of his temple. brother. Killing I swear to God, the, among the, the among the stock sounds, I heard a fucking gun cocking. So I like to believe that Matanza's just in there with a Glock. Going. No, I want to believe that the idiots are in there with a Glock and they're trying to kill Matanza. And they do and it doesn't just work. Fucking, the bullet just bounces off of him. Yeah, that's what I want to believe. Oh my god. No, I think it's funnier if Matanza's not in there like actually doing lucha shit. He's just got a fucking He's just gun. Got a gun. <laughs> the finest He's lucha. Like, You're about to get Matanza, bitch. <laughs> the finest in lucha libre technique, a gun. <laughs> hey, well, hey, it fits right in with if if fucking if fucking nunchucks belong in Lucha Libre, so does a 39, okay? <laughs> uh, hey, hey, sometimes he doesn't shoot, sometimes he pistol whips, you know, there is a little bit of melee Yeah, Matanza got the Matanza got a fucking 9mm in there. <laughs> He's just going to town on these idiots. <laughs> Look at him, he's got a gun! <laughs> anyway, so... So Dario's Put like, down the gun, Matanza. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! And then he shoots, and then he shoots. He shoots Matt Stryker, the the uh, the true damsel in distress in all of this. Uh, yeah, who, who is the, who is the small child that is now that is now caring? Vampiro, obviously. I guess. Okay, so Black Lotus is guarding the door, and Dario's like, "Yeah, he's ready. It's time to get out of here." Yeah, my brother is ready. So which, why don't we take? Which I I don't temple. see how like feeding him just jobbers to literally murder serves as sufficient training, but you know, okay. 
Yeah, but the big thing here is Dario takes out his key. His comically oversized key, which for some reason fits into the lock on the temple door. That is definitely not. It fits tiny. on everything. It's, it's, it fits everything. Yeah, it actually everything. like it's fucking like T one thousand fluid, and it just like into the into the lock. Yeah, yeah so he opens the trailer door, and we get our first view of Matanza Cueto covered in blood. My name Jeff. <laughs> hey. yes. yeah this is the, me looking at matanza cueto looks like the most grind house that lucha underground gets this is like this guy looks like the villain in a b horror movie yeah coming out of here this is, he is the most like robert rodriguez lo- loves both wrestling and like schlocky horror movies <laughs> rolled into one, one. as he because he comes he's out here he's in like He's, he's this bulky motherfucker. Yeah. He is in like the work. He's in like worker gear. Yeah. Some fucking. With the art with the sleeves cut off. Some fucking, some fucking Michael Myers ass shit. And he is in a straight up leather mask. Yep. Like that. He looks in uh, like insane. And he and Dario and Matanza share a look. And Matanza just walks on out the trailer, presumably just walk the 300 miles. Absolutely. Back to Bo- Boyle Heights. But yeah, Matanza is on the fucking way, He would guys. walk 375 miles and he would walk 375 more uh, just to be yep. the monster uh, to, to show up with a Glock at your door. <laughs> Yeah, so Matanza is on the way. Matanza, I assume, for Aztec warfare, which is fucking insane. Did did Katrina send the e- the 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 invite to the trailer? Yeah, no, she's like she's like, look, look, Daria, I know I know we have our differences, but it you know it, I, I'd really appreciate you know it, it'd just be nice if you showed up, you know, as like a symbolic gesture. No, Dario's like, all right, now we take my fucking temple back. Um, so. This had this had me, you know, because I, because I, you wanted, know, Katrina wanted Dario to show up so there is a peaceful transfer of power, exactly. and Dario says, "I'm gonna January sixth this fucking temple." Yeah, and then and then and then he fails miserably, and he has to turn to all the believers, and he's like, "You're all my special little pog champs, but go home now." <laughs> um. So 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 yeah, he's like, "We're ta- we're taking the temple back with Matanza at my side," which you know, again because. I knew obviously how how this episode was going to end. Obviously, um, I was like, "Oh boy, this this has me gearing up for like a fucking big hoss fight between between Matanza and Mil Muertes." And wait, is this going to make Matanza the de facto babyface here? That's going to be interesting. And I, again, I know how this. I I I definitely knew how this episode ended. So my yeah. all my predictions are one hundred percent correct here. Right, so we move. It's time for the main event: Phoenix versus Mil Muertes for the Lucha Underground Championship. Um, as they're coming down the ring, Katrina licks her finger and then like rubs the nose of a fan on the way down the stairs. I missed that. I did. I did catch that there was a fucking. Uh, there was some motherfucker with a death wish who, while they're walking down the stairs, reaches out and pats the Lucha Underground Championship belt like 
well, Mil Muertes is wearing it. I'm like, that man. Oh, you want to talk about, there's a guy later who had a real fucking death wish. Oh, I saw, I caught that too. I don't think I made a note of it, but I did catch that. No, but that motherfucker, I guarantee you, uh, he touched the belt, he sat back down, and then he just disintegrated from, uh, from uh, necrotic damage. Uh, yeah. So that's what happened. Um, so, but yeah. this, this match, though. Uh, yeah pretty oh, goddamn yeah. sick it's it's sick i do i do have a couple more entrance notes here real quick um so vampiro while katrina and mill are finishing up their entrance vampiro's basically like okay sure mill muertes is the embodiment of all evil but man he's gonna need a lot of therapy at some point after all this time of dating katrina which he, that's not exactly what he said but he's like he's like you know yep. at some point he's gonna have to reckon but with everything women everything. am i she's, right he's she's gonna have to reckon with everything uh, you know, she's done to him, which, you know, on one hand, bad touch. Um, but on the other hand, yes. Uh, he's like, you know, women, one, am I right? On the one hand, he's right. On, on the, the one hand, he's hand, correct. He doesn't know how he's, but he, on the other hand, he doesn't know how he's right. Yeah, this because, is true. Because he doesn't the have commentator a does not know all of the grooming shit. He's just saying it because Law Wim Woms, am I right? Woms. Yeah, obviously, you know, the Woms who have the power to, the Femoids who have the power to control giant zombie this men is just, with their this is boobs. Just old, this is just old ball and chain shit, but he's Literally. accidentally hitting on something co very correct. It's <laughs> heartbreaking. The worst person you know just made a great point. Um, also, as Phoenix is making his entrance, Stryker claims that they, that they, call phoenix the bird of war which you know i highly doubt they actually do call phoenix the bird of war but also i'm into it everybody um, calls him the bird of war of course very yes. well known phoenix is famously birds of war Ob obviously you know that's that's, actually, that's now, how that now, works now i'm um, kind of curious is, is are they considered a bird of war let's see here well you know what they are they are mm. Mm, let's oh. see oh. quick to the quick about to, have to the to folklore or or eat phoenix as it were all righty let's see if i can see if i can uh mm -hmm. i'm gonna let's see on wikipedia will it say war anywhere on uh let's see our fighting let's see if there's uh nope right, i see nothing I oh, see, see nothing. nothing. Oof. Oof, ow, and also ow. So how about how about get the fuck out? Um, how about, yeah, shut the fuck up, striker. Um, but I will say, I do like it as a title. And then he proceeds to, like, try to, like, Mandela affect us into believing that it's a thing that he's always called Phoenix throughout the rest of the fight. Um, uh, so this match, I've Mill popping his pecs as the match is about to start. <laughs> um... I wrote, I have very detailed match notes of this match. Uh, I have a decent, so I have good. a lot of fucking notes Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix tries to stomp straight over to Mil Muertes, and Mil just immediately punches him in the face. True. Starts kicking his ass, but then Phoenix is kind of able to use his, his fancy luchador flippy shit to uh, avoid, to get out of it. Yeah, Stryker's, uh, Phoenix, Stryker's talking to Vampiro about, like, you know, who do you give the advantage to? Um, and you know, there, he's trying to contrast, you know, as usual, the strength of mill, the speed of Phoenix, uh, and he's using what's going on in the ring to, to like, you know, highlight that. But as he asks Vampiro that Vampiro fucking is kind of out here, just wishing that mill Muertes will 
fucking murder Phoenix. Like, he's like, yeah, I kind of hope that that Mill just, you know, kind of kills him. And it's like, what the fuck? Why? Because death, bro. Yeah, again, rooting for the fellow Gus. Though I'd also like to, it'd be very funny if, like, we end up getting, like, Lucha Bros shit in, in later on in LU. Like, you know, ah, it turns out they're brothers the whole time. I don't um, think I don't think they ever bring it up. That's unfortunate because I think it'd be really funny if it were just like Vampiro knows their brothers and he's trying to keep like he's trying to keep uh, Pentagon away from like you know the the good Ooh, influence that is Ray Phoenix. That would, that would be a really cool way to bring bring that in. Uh, but um, uh, no, they do not. not they do not. They do not. I don't think they bring up the familial relations between Phoenix and Pentagon at any point. Unfortunate. Um, Phoenix. Phoenix. Pretty off the bat, they're they're hitting they're hitting the wild shit as a uh, Phoenix uh, staggers Mill with strikes and then hits the lethal injection. Yes, which is basically bounce. You bounce off the ropes, back first into the ropes, and like spin yourself into well, a cutter you you do you do a fucking like you do a fucking handstand handstand uh, into, into the, the ropes in, into the ropes back backwards, and then you bounce a, back and then cutter. into a fucking stunner yeah cutter yeah uh and then uh phoenix hits an enziguri kick on the apron tries to Dude. springboard <laughs> mill blocks wait, wait 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 i do need to point this out is phoenix is on the apron hits the enziguri kick on mill and Hero just goes Oh, nothing Greco-Roman about that. Oh yeah, nothing Greco. <laughs> yeah. I if, okay, yeah, I guess fake French wrestling. There's nothing in about that. Um, that was funny. So Phoenix tries to, to jump back on the springboard. Mill blocks him, and then Mill spears Phoenix through the middle rope, Big E style. Dude, um, that was fucked up. Oh my god! And like that this match is just. Up getting started just getting started Um, also after uh so so this is where we get the guy in the crowd with the death wish who like mill is like standing up after he fucking yeah spears phoenix through the ropes to the outside and there's a guy that just kind of like reaches out and like pats at mill muertes and he fucking jerks toward the dude oh we have a completely different idea of when that moment was actually because i'm thinking thinking of a different moment of somebody with a death wish so i guess i'll have to bring it up i think i think Um, i know then when that when that would be but also after that vampire one commentary goes in response to that 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 spear that just happened although it's like he's 15 seconds late saying this like there's a good pause and he just goes so that's what it looks like when a jumbo jet hits a mountain. <laughs> like, what the fuck does this, that? My my guy <laughs> missed, forgot his metaphor. He's, halfway he's definitely on his meds. Definitely on his meds. He, he he also though he giggled a little bit while he said that. He knew what the fuck he was doing. Yeah. So, uh, Phoenix, uh, count M- Mill gets gets Phoenix back in the ring, and but Phoenix quickly counters. This is nuts, though. Is Phoenix goes for a springboard dive, and Mill hits a cutter mid air, yes, and, and, and catches Phoenix on that. I was like, what the fuck? That um, was insane. And this is leading to Mill starting to tear Phoenix's mask down the middle of his head. Yes, which is and what. And then um, Mill drags Phoenix over the ropes 
and tries to hit him with a with a suplex to the outside. I do. Phoenix I do want to. I do want to insert while while Mill is fucking up Phoenix's mask. So so Mill fucks up Phoenix's mask and like Phoenix blades in response to this. Um. So you know his forehead's all fucking bloody. And Mill leans down to fucking suck his blood. No, which... that's not. This isn't. This isn't when the face. This isn't when you can see him bleeding. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, that happens when Phoenix has Mill on the outside, and he goes for a dive, and Mill hits him in the face with a chair. Oh yeah, and shit. And then that's he when him back. that's when you see the gash in his fo- yeah. in his forehead, and then Mill, yes, like a cannibal, starts biting at can- at Phoenix's open head. Which which Vampiro gets very horny over again. It reminds him of his younger days. Um, also, like Phoenix is clearly bald underneath his mask, which feels bizarre. Phoenix, to me, with the mask on, has very has hair phrenology. So I was like, huh, that's a little on un- un- that's a little weird mm-hmm. to see. Um, yeah. well, tell you weird to see. Um, we'll get to it though. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Well, wears- this is a setup, Austin. There's a payoff. Yeah, later. yeah, 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 yeah. F- Mill the big ass DDT to Phoenix. Uh, Mill tosses Phoenix back to the outside. Mill drags Phoenix through the back up the stairs where the fans sit, you know, with a guardrail. Usually people just jump up there. Mill yeah. decided I'm taking the Mill's stairs. All the fuck. Yeah, Mill's like, I can't make that jump. I'm not doing I'm that. I'm a giant zombie man. We don't do that. Uh, okay, I do. Okay, so it's at this point. So I, I realized partway through the match of like, they didn't name like a stipulation for this match. Like this is just a normal like gift to the gods. Normal title match. Passion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, except here's the thing I realized. So I was like, oh, it's kind of funny that their rubber match is like, you know, set up to be their most vanilla of their series um, stipulation wise. Except I are all temple matches just extreme rules because fucking Dari- Dario no does Dari- Dari- Dario gives referees extremely wide berths to not call DQs and 10 and count outs because that's less exciting. Yeah. Well, I guess Katrina. It's it's AEW refereeing rules in here where well, well, but at least fucking AEW refs do a count out. Yeah. Here in the temple, it's just whatever, you know, it's just, so everything is just by default an extreme rules match. Okay. That's fair enough. Um, yeah, so Mill. I don't know how it took me this long to notice that, but you know. So what? they're fighting up on the, in the fan area. Phoenix tries to do like his rope walk thing, tightrope walk on the guardrail, and Mill no. just shoves Phoenix back into the crowd. <laughs> that was now, that was, and that great. is how you know wrestling is a work because if it was a shoot, he'd send him the other way. Yeah, yeah, you know, Off down, down once more. Floor. Yeah, but. Uh, well, it's funny Mill. too because because at some point during the sequence, Vampiro does say that that uh, bro, he fucking worked him. Vampiro <laughs> says, "Fuck your kayfabe." It was not. Yeah. I don't think it was in response to this. I think it was just generally supposed to be like ah, like he's beating up mm. on him. But like yeah. the terminology, Vampiro. Yeah. So Mill decides that he has done enough, and in fact, jumps down over the guardrail to go back on the floor. And, and he's just uh, lollygagging oh, 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 Also, I do, I do, I do want to point out one more thing from Vampiro. Like while they're both up there, Phoenix again, he does try to like fight back a little bit. And the striker, striker comments, Phoenix fighting back, and Vampiro goes, Matt, you gotta see this. 
He's 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 commenting. Why are you also like this? watching the match? Why? He's also watching, he's also anyway. watching the match anyway. So yes, Phoenix so Mill is down. It's like I am getting in my fucking guardrail walk spot. <laughs> um, I and, want a tightrope walk. It's in my contract. So while Mill is on the floor to the outside, Phoenix can walks the rest of the guardrail and then dives onto him. Crazy, because uh, he's the best. Katrina starts wandering over to Phoenix over by the announce table, and the ref tells her to back up here, pal. And <laughs> Mil Muertes grabs Phoenix, slams him over the announce table, and at this point, he apparently gets shoved by a fan in the front row because he steps, Mill steps to some dude in the audience. Okay, fuck. That is that that is the moment I was talking about earlier. I just got it mixed up when that happened. Okay. Um, yeah, fuck. Uh, yeah, that was hilarious. Dude fucking slaps him and he just goes, who? And the guy backs up immediately. That's so funny. Um, also, also fucking, uh, so, so yeah, he power bombs Phoenix out of the announce table. Uh, and, you know, Stryker and Vampiro are getting up. And, and as the power bomb happens, Vampiro goes, um, he's shit, man. I'm covered in blood. What? Aren't you into that? Why do you sound upset? Whatever. Yeah, so Mill tosses Phoenix back into the ring, and Katrina gives Mill a kiss of death. That's Stryker's words, yes. not mine. And he's Still like, no "I rock. wonder what." Still no rock though, for some reason. She and then he's like, "I wonder rock. what. I wonder what effect this will have on Mill." Is the match continues, and Phoenix immediately kicks. Boners. And then he immediately kicks Phoenix. Immediately kicks Mill Muertes in the face as he's trying to get back in the ring. Well, uh, I. I... Thanks to a random like game theory episode I watched years ago that for some reason burned into my memory. I know that like arousal can slow your reaction time. So like, you know, you know, you know, I don't think um, they were thinking that too deep into it. Um, so Phoenix kicks hey, Mill. Theory, Austin. Keeps game, game theory. theory. Hey, Alucha hey, theory. Anyway, I'm the one who makes that joke on this podcast because I've never when watched have you any ever made that theory. joke. I've almost certainly made it to you at least once. And more importantly, <laughs> I've never watched game theory. So it's funnier <laughs> if I say it. Oh uh, yeah. So, that's how that works. No, true. Very, very good point. So Phoenix but that's staggers just a theory. Anyway. theory. Uh, that's just a theory, a game theory. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> As I was trying to continue the bit to continue the story here. Uh, Phoenix kicks Mill and staggers him on the apron. Uh, Phoenix is going up to the top rope with Vampiro going. Uh, now this is Striker, excuse me. Sometimes you need to be dragged through hell to reach heaven. Okay. You know, Striker, Striker is still continues to sound like an eighth grader writing an essay, but he's he's getting better. I do like these quotes a little bit more. Striker than, you know, sounds like, like an eighth grader who still cares about about themes true <laughs> fucking true all right deep phoenix, right there phoenix stomps mill's head and then he starts ripping mill muertes's mask which off. and in fact holy pulls shit. the entire top of his head just, off. just right the fuck off scalps and his homie mask a bit. mill mill's got a whole ass head mill of has a, a dead guy. whole ass fucking head of hair which my man very much has bald phrenology which what 
what the fuck? I don't know which is what? weirder. Yeah, uh, I feel like something something is a little backwards here, and it's not like I feel like it, I feel like, like it's I feel like it's because I feel like it's because Mill has a perfectly round mask, and yeah. Phoenix does not. Well, Phoenix got the mohawk. I, I did think that might be fucking with my perception a little bit too, but like, and well, also like Mill's Mill's a big dude. Like he's very much got like a you know uh definitely has a thin blue line uh sticker on his on his pickup truck uh you know look to him the the you know fit the physiognomy I, uh, I I can't imagine Mil Muertes being Well a, well now that I know he has hair dead. now um, that I know he has hair and it's like young guy hair too like it's like there's a decent amount of it and it's kind of like fucking spiky and which is so now funny because I'm like, pretty because it's funny because I'm pretty sure dude's like 40 at this point uh let me, let me I don't let me, I don't know wait. like but either way, dude, yeah, like... dude is 48 right now. So what he was the... like 40 when he has the hair we were... of like a 32 year old, like firefighter who's extremely jacked and likes to wear very tight fitting polo shirts to family barbecues. Like that was the vibe I immediately got when we saw Mil Muertes's mm-hmm. weirdly full ass head of hair. Very full head of hair here. But Mill is fucking pissed that, that half so of his mad. mask is gone. How dare Phoenix rip his mask like Absolutely. that? That is disrespectful to Lucha Libre. I mean, it does take Mill away a little bit never. of the to see that, like, he has hair underneath. To be fair, he do which got I, a point. Does kind of work with the with, work with the story of this whole thing. I think. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Chipped at a god here, but they mean Mill gets in the ring and spears the fuck out of Phoenix for this. Once um, again. Pounds him down. Mill goes and gets another chair. Mill is trying to like do a move to Phoenix on the chair, presumably the flatliner. Uh, but Phoenix will not give up, and Phoenix picks up the chair and Mill punches at the chair, and he uses it to block a punch for Mill. So Mill punches the chair, hurts his hand. Phoenix hits him with a chair a few times. Beans him in the fucking head. And shout out to the one like woman in the crowd who just screams as that happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not a fan of the blunt force head trauma you know fair also uh the the crowd so i i was struggling to decipher this the crowd was i couldn't quite i heard i heard animo well i heard i heard like i heard animo but it was sounded kind of like animal but uh vampiro clears this up on commentary so this whole time the crowd has been chanting animo which uh apparently animo, is like right, a yes, spanish sir. phrase for like yes you can so it's ah, I, the obama chant the um, uh, the Spanish to English translation by Google says "animo" means "cheer up" in English. So, oh well, yeah, that that sounds about right. Pretty, pretty animo, good, like, pretty good, you know, pretty good uh, approximation of yes, of what you means. can. Thanks, Obama. Uh, and also shout out to yeah. Vamp for it. It you know it, it must be a it must be a blue moon. This is his one helpful commentary for the next. This is the gr- this is the gringo. This is the gringo of translation two. of season two. True. Um, uh, Van, so, Van Striker says the blood of the gods being drained out here in the temple. Okay, um, I, I, I don't. Okay, because both men are bleeding at this point. Well, yeah, but neither of them are god. Whatever. Well, they are. You know, the life and death. Like the okay, the he's he's losing the god, plot a little he's, bit. He's, All right. Um, Bat. Phoenix with a super kick downs Mill hits a jumping 450 splash two count. Then Mill catches. Then Phoenix tries to run the ropes. Mill catches him for a Uranagi slam two count. The bird of war will not die. 
Yes. Yes, I did catch that one. Again, Mill. it is a sick title. I'll give him that. Mill goes for hit clothesline, misses. Phoenix hits gut kick, chest kick, spinning heel kick, and then Phoenix struggling. But he hits a German suplex. A, a fucking German. Which, which I need to Mill's point out. Mill Muertes is like twice this man's size. And he suplexes his big ass. Yeah, he still manages to fucking German, German mill, uh, and 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 like bid bridge pin attempts him. Uh, because again, he's the best. Yeah, for the one count. two. Uh two count. Then Phoenix goes to the top rope. <laughs> mill gets up and uppercuts him up the top rope. Mill says, is- fuck your flippy shit. And Mill then does a DDT off the top rope. Yes. Uh, but Mill Muertes, the crowd starts chanting Mill Muertes, but then there's also a counter chance of adding sucks. So it's like Mill ah. Muertes sucks. Mill Muertes sucks. Again, no, no moral alignments here. We just want whoever's doing the most violence. And then we have talked so much about the, the seemingly, I, I don't, I want to believe this is intentional. But we've talked a lot about how in this show, when heels don't just take the win, they end up losing. And Mill, so Mill grabs Phoenix, sets up for the flatliner, takes 30 years to hit it. I do, I do want to point out real quick that as he's doing that, Striker on commentary says, are the beeps increasing flatliner coming? Which, a- okay. Yeah, but he didn't pin off the DDT. He didn't pin he's off the DDT. He's, he's got to hit his finisher. Forward. He's doing forever to set up for the flatliner. And Phoenix counters it into a roll-up pin. One, two, One, three. Two, three. Phoenix is what? your new Lucha Underground champion. What the fuck was that? What? Yeah, Okay. And it was at this point that my jaw hits the floor of like, I was like, cause you know, I was like, oh, R- Mil Muertes versus Phoenix, you know, it's going to be a sick rubber match, but we know the punchline. No, yeah, we know the punchline. It was in the title life after, after, death. oh, fuck you. <laughs> Damn it. Oh my fucking God. Okay. So yeah, Ray Phoenix is the new Lucha Underground champion. Holy fucking fuck. That was insane. Um, looking back on it, you know, fantastic match. I, I, I am sad that this, that Mil Muertes' reign was very short. Uh, seven episodes. It was, it made eight episodes. It was, he spent half of it with a broken arm. Yeah. He does is a short reign for Mil Muertes. Yeah, which is slightly weird for the man you've established to be like your ultimate like monster I, final boss. I got a next couple more episodes. I have more to say about that. But yeah, okay. it makes sense when you look at future how the next few episodes are about to go. Okay. But and again, Katrina really lacking on the rock based offense tonight, which Yeah, you know, no, no rock, no win. I don't know. This is, is her fault, really. 
Yeah, like, and she has the rock with her. I don't know, like, if again, messy bitch. She's like, you know, she maybe was I too. Do a she was so nervous. She's something, like, something. She, she spent the whole match looking nervous as fuck. She was so nervous she forgot to use the rock. You can just lift it the whole time and have him be the most powerful motherfucker. Like, I whatever. But Phoenix wins, and he goes into the crowd with the belt. The crowd surrounds him. He's surrounded by the believers. Yeah, cradling the shit. belt. And and Katrina decides that I have got one last play on my sleeve because she says that Phoenix tells Phoenix celebrate while he can, because next week is Aztec warfare and it is not for the number one contendership for the title next week. It is for the title next week. Um, which, Oh my fucking God. Okay. And to keep yeah. tradition, Phoenix will be entering number one. Mil Muertes will be entering number 20. Yeah, yeah. We're not allowed to have nice things in Katrina's temple. Death Fuck is you. coming for everyone. A thousand of them. Yes. And this has Stryker losing his ever-loving shit upon this announcement and i i wrote down this whole quote because it was fucking insane so katrina makes this announcement and phoenix is like you know what i'm riding this high let's fucking go Uh, you can't you can't make me upset this week you can't get to me i'm the winner yeah so uh even if he does end up being a transitional ass champion uh he's he's enjoying it for now um and str- so, so we get this great image of him, like basically fucking being held aloft by the crowd. Katrina and Bill looking real salty in the ring, and Matt Stryker in his most unhinged uh, call. He's I, I've yet hear, heard him make. Um, the call has been cast out across the land. Fighters of all nations, take up your arms, find your armor, put your bravest foot forward. In seven nights, swords will be drawn, men will be tested. And the ground will shake from the thunder of violence that is Aztec warfare. Okay, okay, man, calm down there like a little bit. For Vampiro, I'm Matt Stryker. The apocalypse is upon us, and may God have mercy on us all. Jesus, okay, fuck, calm, calm down, man. It's going to be fine. It, we're just going to have a match next week. Yeah, it, it, it's just a thing. Don't, don't worry about it, all right? Fuck. Uh, great, great line on ironically, but my man was losing his mind. Holy shit. Yep. Pretty much. Oh my God. That was a great episode. Yeah. We end the, this is what a happy episode. Yeah. Seriously. Baby faces all coming out on top. Death. The death. Death had control of the temple and they lost all the gold. I know. They just, they just fucking died. Because Katrina doesn't remember that she can just lift the fucking rock. We have overcome death. Just it, j- just kind of like last time, season one, which admittedly I watched more of this than we you do because we skipped to Aztec Warfare. Yeah, but it is it, they they kind of present this nice like full circle little mini arc here, all in on these first eight episodes before we yeah. get into Aztec Warfare. Last time, first season, it was all about like. Give me the fucking money. The briefcase of a hundred thousand dollars. Give and me the fucking money. And then this time, uh, yeah, Dario was trying to pay him in in Paul Heyman bucks, and Johnny <laughs> Mundo said that no, sir. That ain't gonna uh, work for me, brother. 
But uh, and then in this season, you have Katrina's control of the temple. Dark Mill and the disciples have the belts, and now it ends with the good guys getting the belts. Yeah, surprisingly not a season long arc, but shit's about to shake real up with Dario showing back up. Yeah, Dario's um, coming back. Everyone is is con- is 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 uh, condensing, coming together. For and now, and now, Mill has to go warfare. sit at the kitty table at, at Evil Easter. Yeah. Wow, Uncle Mill, you're a real fucking bitch. Everyone's actually sitting at the kitty table this year except Katrina. <laughs> except the, Katrina. Because everyone else are losers. True. Well, if if someone tries to make uh, Katrina sit at the kitty table, she'll lick them, and no one wants to deal with that. You know, mm-hmm. really unsanitary around all that food. Yep. So <laughs> uh, next time we're here in Lucha Underground, we will be it'll be on for Aztec <laughs> Warfare 2. Aztec fucking Warfare! I'm so goddamn excited. Yep. But next time on the podcast, it's time to get excited, David. Is it? Because it's time for the semifinals of the Brawl for All. I'm not going to lie, Austin. That sounds like the time for the opposite of excitement. That sounds like we are on the highway to hell. Well, it it is my own personal hell. Oh, no. Oh, dear God. What? Will anyone stop Bart Gunn after he knocked out Dr. <laughs> Death? Everything backfired. JR in shambles. JR went backstage and had a good long cry. <laughs> and then he slapped Dr. Death in the face for being a bitch. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, next time we're back on 98 Raw for uh, more Brawl for All the action. <laughs> okay, fine. God damn it. Uh, all right. But that's for next time. Until then, David, hit our plugs. Yes, sir. Dear friends, thank you all so much for joining us on yet another episode of the Noobs and Knockouts podcast. We are so delighted to have you here. Uh, returning listeners, viewers, what have you. You all know the drill. Thank you all so much for once again welcoming us back into your eardrums, your eyeballs, whatever the hell it is you use to consume our content. We are so happy to have you here. New people. Hey, hi. How's it going? Welcome to the show. We here at the Noobs and Knockouts podcast like to think we are friendly to both noobs and knockouts alike. So whether you're brand new to the wild, wacky world of wrestling or you're a veteran of all the weird bullshit, either way, we are delighted to have you here. We hope you had a great time here. Things feel accessible to you and welcoming. And we hope you want to keep coming back to have a great time with us week after week after week. And we're going to tell you all the ways you can do that. First of all, you can find us on YouTube. We are the Noobs and Knockouts podcast on YouTube. Hit subscribe. Ring that bell. Make sure it turns a nice little solid color so you get notifications every single time we drop a brand new episode. Check out all of our playlists because Austin has been kind enough to organize all of the arcs that we follow into their own separate playlists so you can follow a storyline all the way down without having to skip around a whole lot. It's great. And, you know, be sure to give us that sweet, sweet engagement helps out our metrics so much. You all know the drill. And, hey, you can see our our, our beautiful faces uh, and our and our lovely HUD when you check when you check out uh, the, the the video version, too. You know, who doesn't want to uh, who 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 really wants to miss these sexy mugs? I mean, come on now um you know so so check it out but if you're a fan of the audio only experience we have you covered there as well you can find the noobs and knockouts podcast on three of the best places to find your podcast which of course are spotify google Podcasts, and apple Podcasts. uh you know come give us a listen there download our show so you can listen to us offline you know if you're so inclined maybe give us some nice uh reviews and a five-star rating let the people know these guys are pretty cool maybe more people should be listening to them i don't know just spitballing off the top of my head stuff like that Helps out the show tremendously. If you if you're a fan of us and fan of what we do and want to help 
promote the word hashtag stand up for noobs and knockouts, if you will. And I won't, um, <laughs> you know, be sure to be sure to give us a shout out, you know, with, with all that good stuff. Again, that mm, a sweet, sweet engagement. We love it so much. Um, noobs and knockouts, Spotify, Google podcasts, Apple podcasts. Of course we exist past this little void. Uh, that we find ourselves in week after week. You can find us a few other places on the interwebs as well. Of course, uh, our main one being on social media at Noobs and Knox Pod on Twitter, or I guess X now, but I fucking refuse to call it that, at Noobs, the letter N, Knox Pod on Twitter. Um, <clears throat> come check us out there. It's all it's all the good stuff. We're, you know, we're doing the we're doing the Twitter thing. Memes discourse you know shitting on people who we think have just you know the worst takes um yeah we we post every single time we drop a brand new episode so you guys always know what the hell is going on highlight of our twitter is of course weekly wrestling live tweeting every wednesday night at 8 p.m eastern uh on tbs we are watching aew dynamite and tweeting all about that good shit and having a having a grand old time on top of that, I'm a bit of an AEW loyalist in my house, so whenever I get the chance on a Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern on TNT, we are watching and tweeting about, of course, AEW Rampage, because it is the show that y'all been waiting on. It's the show I'm always waiting on to tweet about. Uh, and then Saturday nights, when I get the time uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern, also on TNT, we are tweeting about AEW Collision, which of course is there because Saturday night is in fact all right for fighting. This is true. Many people are saying this many such cases on top of all of that. Uh, that's, 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 you know, my, that's the engagements from the noob side on the knockout side. Our boy Austin is a diligent follower of all the major American wrestling companies. And, uh, you know, we like to, he likes to sometimes watch their pay-per-views and tweet about them. And, you know, we like to give you guys an update on what the hell's going on currently in the, in the current world of wrestling, especially for all you new Barinos who might be looking to, uh, to, to hop on, uh, the, the fan train a little bit. Uh, so my friend do inform the people what is on the docket and coming up. Sure. So, uh, let's start with AEW. We already just said how you can watch AEW on a weekly basis there, but upcoming for AEW is uh, two pay-per-views in two weeks. Ooh, um, baby. Uh, growls yo, that that, yo, that went yo, great, yo. didn't it? Um, but yeah, all first on August 27th is all in at Wembley Stadium. Holy shit, it's, it's gonna be gonna like be... 80,000 people there. It's gonna be crazy, Fucking insane. That's August 27th. You can get that on uh, Bleacher Report if you're in America, Fight TV if you're not, or if you're not, wink. Um, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Or you can buy it through traditional pay-per-view uh, outlets. Uh, in addition, the next weekend on September the 3rd will be all out, uh, available in Chicago and available through the same pay-per-view outlets. Uh, then for WWE, they just finished SummerSlam, a show that was beloved by uh, everyone. By by some, indeed, maybe. We, we've heard rumors. Yes. All true WWE fans loved the show. That is what I definitely heard. <laughs> uh, but next up for the WWE, first of all, if you want to watch WWE on a weekly basis, you can do so uh, on Raw Monday nights on USA Network is Monday Night Raw at 8 p.m. Eastern and Friday nights on uh, Fox uh, is uh, Friday Night Smackdown at 8 p.m. Eastern. 
Uh, and so, and upcoming for WWE is Payback on September the second. Everybody's getting in their Labor Day weekend oh, shows. I like uh, um, I, I like being paid back for things. You know, WWE hooking us up with that Venmo. You love to see it. I, I don't think that's what they mean when they say that. I think that's definitely what they mean when they say it. I think I think I'm getting a payout come, um, come Labor Day weekend. That's you're going to be vast. David's going to be vastly disappointed. Look, uh, but I, they, I, they owe me restitution for psychic damage. All right, I've earned this for the brawl for all and Katie for Vick. That, that's everything, funny. Austin. That's for funny. everything. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, September second. You can watch Payback on Peacock. WWE has has kind of gotten away from pay-per-view, though I think technically you can still find it on pay-per-view. I don't know. There's like 10,000 people every month that like buy these yeah. shows for on pay-per-view. Uh, but most the easiest way to watch it is by watching uh, on Peacock. Mm. Uh, that's uh, the uh, streaming service. They live streams all their shows on that. And then for Impact Wrestling, they have a pay-per-view coming up in a week. On August the 20th is Impact Wrestling X New Japan Pro Wrestling Multiverse United 2 for whom the bell tolls uh, at the historic 2300 Arena, former home of ECW in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, right, they've got a few matches upcoming here. I mean, this is just like impact v new japan dream match kind of stuff not a whole lot of storylines to be covered you'll love to see it you know you got Hiro uh, alex shelley defending the impact world championship against hiroshi tanahashi oh. uh oh his old man knees refused to give up oh boy or at least his he refused to give up his knees Wait, might didn't, didn't shelley lose the ago. title did he get it back no he didn't lose the title he was the only at slammiversary everyone lost their title except shelly except shelly okay because fuck you nick aldis you bitch yeah jesus uh leo rush and trey miguel teaming up against hiromu takahashi and mike bailey for some crazy x division action uh TM tmdk zach saber that's zach saber jr and shane hayes versus moose and eddie edwards that should be a really nice technical match and mm -hmm. then just announced is do is doki versus sammy callahan those are two dudes who love who love brawling it'll probably get a little bit bloody especially if sammy callahan's allowed to just kind of go wild <laughs> um and then uh, the next weekend for Impact on the August 27th, same day as uh, All In, actually, is uh, is uh, will be um, uh, Emergence, uh, one of Impact Wrestling's um, B-level shows that it that is put on their Impact Plus streaming service. Uh, now, to watch Impact Wrestling on a regular basis, you can. Impact Plus has it next day, of all their episodes next day, so you're ready to go there. But if you want to watch it live, you can do that uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays on Axis TV or through a $1 a month YouTube subscription. You can watch it live every Thursday starting at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, commercial free. Mm, mm. Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, be sure to check all that shit out. You know, we're, we like to tell you guys all about that. We're, we're hashtag, you know, not sponsored. Um, but, you know, again, for, for the noobs in the audience. I am uh, hashtag for sale. We, yeah, true, true. Please, God, somebody, somebody, let us plug you. Please give us money. We'll, we'll be, we'll be such good little lap dogs. We promise. Um, woof, woof. No, uh, we, uh, but, but we like to, we like to keep you guys appraised of all that stuff. You know, 
Uh, if you're looking to to really get into the to the fandom, we want to like you know let you know what some of your major options are, and especially we like to talk about those pay per views. If especially you know if you're a noob, um, those pay per views are kind of great jumping on points. You're guaranteed to get some absolutely crazy matches. Um, uh, big storylines are finishing up. New storylines are like kicking off. Um, it's kind of a great jumping on point, and it kind of a lot of times will show you the best wrestling has to offer. Not always, but you know. It's been known to happen, so we like to keep you guys appraised of all of that. Um, and and yeah, so so be sure to check all that out. If you're a fan of listening to us ramble about wrestling for hours on end, you'll like it over on the Twitter. The voices carry over pretty well. We're making jokes just as lame, you know, for your viewing pleasure. Uh, so be sure to check all of that out at Noobs and Noxpod on the Twitter. Of course, if you want to get in more long-form contact with us, you can email us. We have an email address, noobsandknockoutspod at gmail.com. That's noobs, the word and, knockoutspod at gmail.com. Come say hi to us. Tell us what you think about the show. Request things you want to see us cover on the show. Yell at us for our hot takes or tell us how fucking based we are. You know, I'd prefer the latter, but I ain't going to tell you what to do. Um, and, uh, you know, just, just generally fucking... Talk with us, say hi to us, start discourse. We love people saying hi. We love to say hi back. Noobs and knockoutspod at gmail.com. And of course, finally, you can also find us on Patreon. We are also the Noobs and Knockouts Podcast on Patreon. One dollar a month, just a single little dollar you do. Gets you early access to episodes and a shout out at the end of each episode. Shout out to Ed the Sugar Daddy, Kyle Smith, for uh, his continued support. Friend of the show. We love you so much, buddy. We hope you Love your perks. Enjoy your perks. If you want to enjoy those perks along with our boy Kyle, you can go sign up for that shit at Noobs and Knockouts Podcast. Link, by the way, for that is in our Twitter. See y'all next time. Hasta luego.